nervous because I'm this my next guest is uh words cannot say how amazing he is with <clears throat> the world of pickleball but I'm nervous so I gotta do my phonetic exercises with my lips sweet sour all right we're good um his name is Mr. Seymour Rifkind he is the president and founder of the IPTPA which is the international professional oh international teaching professional oh I screwed it up man so I told you you made me nervous Seymour I tell you man <laughs> Say what we're saying for me, man. I'm all nervous. <laughs> International Pickleball Teaching Professional Association. I know it's a tongue twister, so we're going to give you a bye. I really appreciate that. Uh, this guy's awesome, man. He's he. Uh, I, he I first met him uh, with, with uh, several Dallas pros back in uh, March of 2019, and I was I walked in there. I'm like, what the hell am I getting myself into? And, and this guy's intense and passionate talking, and it caught my attention. My ADHD was shut down for the three and a half four hours we were there. And I locked in. I thought this guy was nuts, but his background is not just pickleball. There's more to it. But uh, with with that being said, uh, welcome, Seymour Rifkind. How are you, sir? I'm good, thanks, Curtis. Appreciate you having me on. Always a pleasure to be able to talk pickleball. <laughs> yes. He, he. He. With that being said, uh, we'll jump right in. Uh, when When did you get into pickleball? I got well. I, I've known about pickleball for probably 30 years, but uh, I've got a bunch of friends that uh, retired in the villages. And as you may or may not know, um, the villages is the largest congregation of uh, pickleball courts and pickleball players in one location, uh, the villages in Florida. So uh, they've been telling me about this game that they know I'd love, and they've been trying to get me to come down. Uh, but it wasn't until about 10 years ago that uh, I was retired and I was um, visiting all the different stadiums uh, in football when the Bears were playing. That's right. <laughs> and so I was in uh, North Carolina, and rather than going home, I decided I'd go visit my buddies in Florida because the next uh, next one was going to be in Atlanta the following weekend. So I went down to the villages and we played some golf, we played some tennis, uh, did some uh, water skiing. In fact, they, they got me to do barefoot water skiing. <laughs> I could see that, actually. <laughs> and then uh, finally they said, okay, let's go down and play some pickleball. And I said, okay. Well, about 10 <laughs> minutes in, my whole life turned upside down, and I've been 24-7 pickleball ever since. Uh, so they wore you down by making your water ski barefoot to, to numb your senses <laughs> to make you learn pickleball. Is that what I'm hearing? No, I'm just kidding, sir. <laughs> That's great. So uh, why? I mean, why the why the the um, I guess the why the how with pickleball now? What why, why did you gravitate to it so much? Uh, well, probably for the same reason everybody else does. I mean, you know, it's uh, in my mind, it's the greatest game ever invented. I mean, it's got a combination of everything. First, you know, it's it's a, a, a it's a sport for life. Uh, I've had five year olds on the court that I uh, introduced to pickleball and that watch them smiling uh, from ear to ear once they can hit the ball back and forth a couple of times, just dinking the ball. Yeah. And I've uh, been blessed to be on the court with an 85 year old that went through their entire life thinking that you know they had this attitude. I hate sports. You know, I I was the last guy to ever get picked in gym class. Uh, sports isn't for me. And all of a sudden, you know, they they get on the pickleball court and 
you see them smiling and laughing, right? So it's it's a it's an easy game to learn. It's a hard game to master. And I think you know what what I really appreciate about pickleball is that uh, unlike a lot of the other racket or paddle sports, I often say that the other sports are kind of like checkers. They're all require skill, but you don't have nearly as many options as pickleball. Pickleball, there's a lot more strategy. So I, I, I say that it's more of a chess match. So once you develop all the skills, you know, it, it's what you got upstairs and, and knowing what, what shot to hit, when to hit it uh, based on your opponents um, and, you know, their skill set and, and, and their strengths and their weaknesses. Um, I think those are all the challenges of why it, it, it's a difficult game to really master. So are you the only pickleball in your family or are there, are there, are there, are there other people that play it? <clears throat> so I've got two sons. Uh, they're, they're, they're uh, you know, adults with families. Uh, my, my oldest son actually started playing pickleball shortly after I did. Oh, wow. And uh, he played college tennis. So he immediately got really good. And, uh, um, but he's a managing attorney at a law firm. So uh, I think the last time <laughs> he played was about eight years ago. I can't get him on the court. <laughs> And I've got, I've got, I got a court at my house. Yeah. So, so I, you know, he's just busy in his career. Yeah. And then my youngest son, he, he, he played tennis as well. Uh, he's, he's played a little pickleball, but you know, he's kind of in the same boat, you know, they're, they're at that age where they're, they're building careers and, and uh, he plays a little tennis once in a while and some golf, but uh, I can't seem to get him on a pickleball court. They're probably sick and tired of every time they see dad, dad's only talking about pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> I have a spouse like that. <laughs> and my, and my, my dad loves it. My, that's, that's like I tell people that's yeah. after your clinic, I, I, I got some balls and Amazon and, and went out my dad and dad's a big guy. He's, he's actually on one of my shows a while back and he, um, he, uh, he, he fell in love with it. He's lefty. And yeah. he's 78 when he played. Unfortunately, he fell. He's a big man, but it was there was grass right there. But you know, he he liked it, and um, that's really about it. And my and my, my wife's my in laws are the ones that got me actually one of my first pickleball jobs. Isn't that wild? Because they lived in the Dell Webb communities around uh, yeah. here, and they I got to contract with them for a while. But uh, <clears throat> going back to playing, so is there like a, any type of brand you enjoy, or are you, are you like endorsed, or are you pretty much happy with whatever kits in your hand? Uh, when you say brand that I endorse, what do you mean by, by well, that? You mean equipment or yeah, yeah your equipment. What, play or what? What's what's your favorite kind of ra- a paddle to use? Oh, jeez. Uh, Depending on the I'll day. I'll tell you what. I you know, um, I, I, there's so many different manufacturers <laughs> today. You know, when when I first started playing pickleball, there were eight manufacturers. Wow. Today, there's over 300. Wow. So people send me you know uh, paddles all the time, and I and I, I do enjoy going out and playing with them, um, and. Uh, I haven't played really any tournaments in the last uh, three or four years. So uh, I really haven't zeroed into just one, There you go. Uh, but I do like a lot of the, the, you know, some of the newer models that I played with. Um, so I, I don't really have a favorite right now, um, okay. but uh, you know, I, I, I played with the carbon. I played with um, um, the, uh, uh, well, I played with engage for a long time. Uh, I played with, um, uh, oh God, it's the uh, name is just because uh, <laughs> I don't I don't play that often. Yeah. I, I, I'm forgetting the names of them. I well, do you like a thinner paddle or I, I like the thinner paddles that are like I, I have the diadem and I've got a Vulcan. Oh, the diadem. That's what I was thinking of. That's what I've I've been hitting with just recently. But I, I I'm actually the opposite. Um, I play with the the thickest one they got, the 19 millimeter Warrior. diadem, the Warrior. Yes, sir. That's yeah, a, that's a Ren uses, right? Ren. He's not gonna say anything. Ren uses the Warrior as well. 
Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's not a bad little thing. You're right. We just started we started carrying Vulcan uh, at T Bar. We're on the direct right here in Dallas, and um, uh, I, they've got decent paddles. But you know, with my background in tennis, and I was an uh, I was a racket tech for USRSA for a long time, and I'd customized rackets at Brookhaven for years, decades. I was a head stringer there, and I didn't think that there'd be any type of similarities to, to, to how it works, but it really is similar with regards to the shape of your swing and right. and the paddles. And I, I like how they had the, the course, the grid on them. I think that's so cool. I never would have thought that stuff like that could make such an impact. And the weighting's cool too, right? right? Cause there's no weight limit on the, on the paddles. Are there right now? No, there isn't uh, just, you know, the overall, uh, you know, length uh, uh, of it, there is, but the weight could be as, as heavy as you want. And, you know, I know out in the Pacific Northwest, uh, for some reason, they, they, they're they the ones that uh, started, I think, the whole, you know, lead tape thing. I know guys that have, you know, paddles that weigh 14 ounces. I God. mean, it's just like a hammer, man. It's really Jeez. heavy. That's wild. Well, yeah. I, I wonder if that'll probably change one day with things growing so fast. So I, I did see something with regards to some uh, work in Europe with pickleball, which I thought was really unique. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that? I believe it was uh, – where'd you go um, – uh, was it Jerusalem or somewhere you went and did a bunch of bunch of work over there with regards to uh, pickleball a few months back? Uh, well, you may be talking about uh, the Maccabi games Maccabi, which were yes. in Israel. So uh, that was a pretty big deal. In addition to you know being the president of IPTPA, I'm also the president and founder of the World Pickleball Federation, which is the governing international governing body of the sport of pickleball. So. For several years, I traveled out of the country 40 weeks out of the year. I've been South America, Asia, Africa, <laughs> Australia, you name it. I've yeah. probably been there. Uh, but uh, in Israel, it was a pretty major step for pickleball because yeah. um, I introduced pickleball uh, in Israel in 2017. Um, I introduced it at, at about four or five tennis clubs. And then over the years, I uh, kept in touch with them and, and – um, went back uh, about a year ago, got it into um, eight more tennis clubs. And I've been in touch with the um, management team for the Maccabi Games. And for those that don't know, the Maccabi Games is the third largest international sporting event in the world. And it's a IOC sanctioned event. Um, it's been my dream ever since I got involved in pickleball to try to see pickleball get into the Olympics. And um, uh, in January of this year, I got a letter from the uh, Maccabi management group that uh, pickleball had been accepted as a. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Yeah, pickleball had been accepted as an exhibition sport. Mm -hmm. So I brought six pros, um, pro, open pros and senior pros to Israel, mm -hmm. and we uh, did uh, half a dozen exhibitions in conjunction with the uh, tennis tournament. Mm -hmm. So uh, we were there for about 10, 11 days. Uh, it was an incredible experience. The, the pros I brought over were just outstanding. Um, we did exhibitions. And then, of course, we encouraged, you know, um, a bunch of the players as well as uh, Israelis to come down on the court wow. um, and get introduced to playing pickleball. And, you know, we had, you know, elite uh, soccer players, volleyball <laughs> players, tennis players yeah. get on the court. And I'm telling you... <laughs> So uh, within a half hour, these they, they were all addicted. Within a half hour, I mean, they just they just said, "Well, where are we going to play pickleball when you guys leave?" I mean, they were, <laughs> what what what? Can I ask what pros, senior pros, and current pros you took with you? 
So, um, or name a few. It's up, totally up to you. Yeah. So, so um, Jill Braverman, who's the CEO of uh, Duper, mm -hmm. uh, you may know uh, her. She took uh, the silver. I know. Yeah, silver or gold in singles uh, uh, at last year's uh, uh, national tournament. Uh, she came down. Uh, Megan Hall, another uh, uh, open player uh, from Florida, mm -hmm. uh, came down. Uh, Brian Levine, uh, Scott Flegelman, both are senior wow. players. Mm -hmm. uh, they're both ranked in the top 10 in the world. Um, so, and then, uh, we had this C, uh, chairman of the board for USA pickleball, oh, wow. um, Robert Quicksilver, uh, came down, uh, Susie LeBlanc, uh, another, uh, uh, senior, uh, lady, uh, from Florida, uh, was down, uh, and myself. So it was, it was a fun group. Uh, and like I said, they were really dedicated. They were great ambassadors um to to the game and you know they kind of worked their tail off because i told them i said no we're gonna have fun but yeah we're there to promote pickleball yeah. <laughs> we're to grow pickleball so you know we we were in addition to the exhibitions we did at the competitions we did a couple of exhibitions out in the streets in in the oh, parks wow. at, at a couple of the cities and it was awesome oh man I mean, You'd get, you know, families coming by and we had kids on the court, you know, that we introduced to pickleball and, you know, <laughs> mom and grandma and grandpa was playing pickleball. The whole family was playing pickleball and everybody was smiling from ear yeah. to ear. And it was just a blast. Yeah. yeah, that's that's me. That's that's a good feeling right there. I That's the best thing about what I do is see. Well, we do. Excuse me. What we do is see people progress at, at their own pace, obviously, but just see them enjoy and leave saying that's what I needed. You know, I can't yeah. imagine the level you would. That's. That's amazing. Yeah, the Maccabi games. I worked at the at the um, <clears throat> Jay here in Dallas for a little while. I was in college and post college, and I remember Austin Holly, who's still been there for twenty, geez, twenty eight years. He would always send a group of, group of kids off to Houston to play the Maccabi games, and there's such yeah. an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, that event right there. Right. Well, <clears throat> well, I guess the um, the next thing I would ask you would be. Uh, and I, and I hope I hope I can bait you into doing this. But uh, what uh, tell us a little bit about um, what you what what endeavors in, in a sports other than pickleball that you had? Did you do some other things? Uh, yeah, probably too long to list for this show, uh, Curtis. I mean, um, what, did it the one the I, I can share with you is that you know um, I I've I've always been involved in in uh, athletics when I was a uh, you know a high school kid. I. I uh, was involved in gymnastics and uh, uh, I was a full scholarship athlete, all American, uh, uh, you know, competed internationally, got gold and bronze medals uh, in gymnastics. I coached gymnastics yep. for a number of years, worked with, you know, a number of Olympians. Um, and uh, so I fell in love with that. That's taught me a lot about life in general and, and uh, uh, you know, the, the importance of, you know, dealing with your failures yeah. and, and, uh, trying to, to still persevere and, you know, the ups and downs that you have in any sport, um, uh, stick to it, attitude, hard work, uh, nobody to hide behind, you know, that that's, you know, one of the things if uh, with an individual sport, um, you know, it, it's all you. So, you know, there's nobody to blame. Right. And, yes. but, but when you're doing team sports, you know, you, you learn the importance of, of, of being a teammate and mm -hmm. all the social benefits that go along with it. And, you know, so pickleball, I think, is very unique in that, you know, it, it has both, right? You can yep. play doubles, and it's, it's you and your partner as a team. 
Um, and then you can play singles as well. Uh, so where it's just you. And uh, so, you know, I've, 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 uh, I, I started my sports career with that, but, you know, I've been involved in, you know, Ironman triathlons yeah. and marathons and, you know, mountain climbing and <laughs> martial arts. And, you know, I've raced cars, I've raced motorcycles, I've, you know, skydived. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm out there. I've done a lot of stuff in, in my life. And um, I found pickleball in, in, in the senior years of my life. I, ne I never really thought I'd find something that I loved as much as I, I did gymnastics. I and know. You know, here, here, here it is, you know, uh, I'm in my seventies now. And, you know, I feel like, uh, I feel like a kid again, you know, yeah. I can't wait to, when I get up the next morning because I'm going to be doing something with pickleball. <laughs> yeah. So get this straight. He's a former four year collegiate athlete, scholarship athlete, uh, in gymnastics and he won some medals. Now I believe you, I think you mentioned you coached uh, a women's team some, at some point in time to the gold or something like that. I, I coach men and women, but yeah. I, I only coach women for, you know, maybe four years. Yeah. I, I, uh, I had just a, uh, I was a pretty demanding, yeah. difficult uh, coach. And uh, I, I, I sometimes uh, had a bit of a, 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 a not a, a, early in my life, yeah, I didn't I have the patience that I have now. Yeah. And you need to be a lot more uh, patient when it came to dealing with women. Uh, and, and I love women I and, I, and, I, and I respect women and their. Uh, athletic capabilities, but I recognized early on that, you know, I was probably better suited working with men that could take a little bit of my hard ass yep. attitude. Yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with that, man. So, so the, the next thing is what, what, what would you say right now? Uh, you may have touched on this, but what would you say is your favorite uh, place to play a tournament in pickleball thus far? They're all great. They're all awesome. But which one uh, do you feel like it's kind of like the Wimbledon of the, of all four majors for tennis, you know, it's such an yeah. amazing place to be. Well, I mean, in all sincerity, I mean, I I used to play 30 tournaments a year and I played, you know, the vast majority of all the big tournaments. But over the last four years, I haven't hard, uh, played any tournaments. So uh, I haven't been to any of the, you know, newer venues uh, that, you know, uh, have been, uh, didn't even have, you know, pickleball courts. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't think it'd be fair uh, for okay. me to be able to come out with an answer because, yeah. you, you know, the APP, the PPA, and Major League Pickleball didn't exist when I was, yeah. you know, out, out, out playing tournaments. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, what I will say is I'm, I'm good friends with the, um, you know, owners of the U.S. Open, and um, you know, I, I, I consulted and worked with them a little bit prior to them starting, and I think that they did a fantastic job. Of, of developing that tournament into being what it is today. Wow. You know, I, I was at the first, you know, three or four tournaments uh, of the U.S. Open, and I know it's doubled in size, uh, <laughs> both in courts and, and attendance. And, and um, you know, they, they always wanted to make it a party atmosphere. And, you know, I think that uh, uh, it's only gotten bigger and better. So I, I always had a great time there because, you know, for me and for most people that play pickleball, mm -hmm. uh, the game itself is great and everybody loves the game, but but just as big a part to me are the friends and the social aspects and, and the culture that, mm -hmm. that comes with it. And so, you know, whenever we go down to uh, Naples, you know, we'd rent out a house and I'd probably have six, seven, eight people in that house with, you know, during, for, for the next, you know, week to, to nine days we were there. So, you know, it, it was just a great 
um, atmosphere where you got to know people and you met new people and there was rec play wow. before and <laughs> after the tournament and then there was the tournament itself. Oh, so, yeah. you know, you put it all together and, you know, um, again, going back, you know, to four years ago, that was probably uh, my, my uh, you know, uh, uh, most exciting, fun uh, tournament. But, you know, there may be others, yes, you know, that... That 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 I'm just not even aware of because I haven't I haven't participated or gone to any tournaments in so long. I'm sure you will at some point in time. So the next I question so. is, what's your favorite shot? What's my favorite shot? Yep, uh, uh, the last shot I I used to win. <laughs> oh, whatever, man. I'll tell you, what, mine's <laughs> mine's the lob. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? I love everything about pickleball. I know so that. Every okay, shot is a great shot. You know what? What I think is the coolest part about pickleball is that um, you can have winning shots uh, just by dinking. Yeah. You, you dink and you get somebody out of position, and then all of a sudden, you know, they moved the, the wrong way. You got them wrong-footed. Their weight's going the other way, and you just, you know, put the ball the other way, and they go, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it, it, all it took was a lot of finesse yeah. and play, right? Yes. And then you can win another shot where, you know, you've got a long, you know, uh, firefight going yep. on and it's bang 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 yep. bang and you know you just you're in the middle of it and the ball keeps coming back and you know and, yeah. and i'll get a winner that way and, and that's exhilarating you know yeah. and, and like two extremes and you need to have all of it in order to be a high level player <laughs> yeah right? yep yep and then it's like well this thing to me that's the coolest part about pickleball is that you know it's it's the yin and yang yeah it's, it's got two extremes you got to have it all yep yep okay this one's from matt and i don't care if he's mad at me or not but he told me you. He says he, he said ask 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 Riff if you like if he, what he thinks about wine. What I think about wine? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I I don't have a lot of vices, but wine happens to be one of them. <laughs> oh. so one of my one of my favorite times of the year, and uh, I, I missed it for about three or four years. Um, in, in fact, there's a little uh, funny story that go that yeah. goes with. Well, I'll Bring share it. this. Yep. Um, uh, whenever I used to go visit one of my best friends, Steve Peranto, he lives out in the Portland area and, uh, the Willamette Valley is, is world renowned for its Pinot Noir wine. Wow. So, um, I would, you know, go down, spend a week with, 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 uh, Steve, uh, we'd play pickleball twice a day, every day. But I told Steve I need one day off because I got to go visit the winery <laughs> and, and go find it. You know what my new new uh, love's going to be, and then they, I, you know, I find a new winery and uh, I get a couple of cases sent uh, to go. me a couple times a year. And uh, so uh, I missed that for three or four years because I was just too damn busy. Yeah. And at the end of last year, Good. I called Steve up and said, "Steve, it's time. I, I don't <laughs> care what happens or how busy I am. If you'll have me, I'm coming back exactly. out." Exactly. Next year, and he said, "Riff, you're you're welcome oh. anytime." And uh, uh, in early June, I went out and saw him and all the buddies, you know, from the Pacific Northwest, from Oregon and Washington, and you know, played. Uh, I, in fact, we got so busy playing pickleball, I didn't I didn't you know, go out to the winery. This <laughs> oh, <year>. shame <laughs> on you! I know. <laughs> that's just, that's I very disappointing. I found a nice winery, a little boutique winery in Israel, and they sent me a case of a case of wine. There you go. There you go. Well, that's from Matt. So uh, yeah. Well, I'll... Matt's got a good memory. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's, we, I want to just touch a little bit on the IPTPA real quick, and then uh, I'm going to get some fun questions. But uh, I believe this this the, uh, the your the president of the IPTPA here is um, uh, it's it's a very important part of any type of new or current or future 
to pickleball professional. So if you kind of give us a brief history of the IPTPA and then the current and a little bit of new programming, that'd be great. Yeah, so IPTPA was the first teaching organization in the sport of pickleball. Um, when I first got involved in pickleball, you know, I had a bit of a tennis background, so I was used to taking lessons. And so as soon as I found myself getting addicted to pickleball and, and realized, you know, that it was a little bit more difficult of a game than I realized, I wanted to, you know, get some lessons. So I asked around and, and, and everybody looked at me like I was nuts. I said, <laughs> lessons? I said, well, I want to get better. And the answer was, well, go play some more pickleball. <laughs> well, I'm already playing every day, but I mean, you know, I, I, I'm just copying what I think is right. Yeah. I went into a tournament, you know, thinking that, hey, I'm, I'm a really good player because I could blast the ball past everyone. I don't then know what I'm doing. Thought, There's this thing called dinking. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, you know, uh, I, I realized that there were a heck of a lot of other people that were just like me, you know, and and uh, needed to, to get instruction. And so um, uh, back in 2015, I reached out to the top 20 players in the world and um, we had a meeting at Nationals and uh, I laid out a strategic plan and said, look, I think we need a teaching organization. And, um, you know, if you guys agree, you know, I, th this is what I think we need to do over the next few years. And it needs to start today. Mm -hmm. You guys are the exactly. experts. You're the best players in the world. You know, let's start with what the basic fundamentals of the game are. What makes pickleball different than tennis or squash or racquetball or any other paddle sport? And fortunately, they all, you know, said, we're with your riff 100 percent. You're, you're spot on. Let's do it. That's great. And uh, that's how pickleball, you know, an IPTPA got launched uh, back then. And, uh, you know, we've we've uh, continued to to grow uh, the, uh, both as an organization, but more importantly, you know, as the sport has grown, um, you know, we, we've uh, added um, new uh, certifications. Mm -hmm. uh, our newest uh, certification um, to me is extremely important. Um, you know, over the last few years, uh, the, the, the demographic of the average pickleball player has significantly, you know, reversed. Mm -hmm. uh, three, four years ago, the average age was 60.5. Today, it's 38.5. Uh, and the wow. fastest growing segment is, you know, the, the, the 18 to 25 year old demographic. Well, I want to, I want to get that down even lower. You know, I'd, I'd like to get our average, you know, uh, uh, age around 30. Um, and so IPTPA last year, um, did some, uh, work in developing a, uh, junior certification program. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and we want to get pickleball in every single uh, PE program uh, across the country. So um, we, uh, along with a couple of our members, uh, a, a book called First Steps was published and, and reviewed by our junior committee. Um, our committee was made up of uh, all PE teachers who also happen to be either U.S. Open or national champions. Wow. Um, and we put together a curriculum of how the game of pickleball should be taught from five years old all the way, you know, up uh, through college age. And uh, this past year, uh, we started doing certifications on it. We've got a 160-page uh, uh, book. We've got a handbook uh, that IPTPA has published. We've got 16 videos. And then we do a... Um, uh, an online Zoom call where I go through um, all of the key components of the program, why it's different than how we teach adults, which it is exactly um, almost the opposite of how we teach adults. Uh, and, and, and we lay out, you know, um, 
to all of our members that are interested in working with, with kids what they need to do. Um, uh, and then if they're interested, um, they've got to go through this program, then they got to take a written exam. Uh, and, you know, we provide, you know, the tools for them to be successful uh, at, at, the, at their craft. So I'm excited about that. That's kind of the newest thing that we're doing. Uh, but we've been working also on level three, which is meant to be the uh, highest level of certification at IPTPA for those that want to work with uh, 5.0 and pro players. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's going to be a, a year-long program to get fully certified. There's going to be, you know, a half a dozen different modules on all the most important parts of, of uh, coaching the elite athlete, things like nutrition and and fitness on and off the court, you know, strength training, flexibility to, to um uh, prevent injuries, nutrition, mental training, uh, you know, obviously high level strategy uh, in pickleball, mm -hmm. understanding the, the changes that our game is going through because of, you know, high level athletes that are coming from other sports and, you know, what works in pickleball, what uh, we, we could use to, to uh, present to other uh, players and, and what, you know, may only work with one or two people that, you know, are, are simply the outliers. Uh, I think, you know, one of the things that we have to be careful about as a sport, and, and this is something that we've done with our junior program, is that um, at IPTPA, we value ourselves because we're a non-for-profit organization and funds get put back into the sport of pickleball. We are most important quality is providing uh, the highest level of, of education and providing the right tools for our, our members. Uh, it's not money driven, it's quality driven. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, you know, everything that we do, uh, we use science research, we reach out to professors in anatomy, ph physiology and kinesiology to make certain that um, anything that we introduce is going to be safe, sound, um, and in particular with young people, because as we all know, it's very easy to get addicted to pickleball, which means that you're out on the court sometimes for every day for three or four hours. Mm -hmm. And you have to be careful about overuse injuries, especially with young children. You have to be uh, concerned about the weight of the paddle. Mm -hmm. Is it proportional for a child? Um, and I can tell you that, you know, the, the paddles that are out there, they may be fine for an adult but they're certainly not fine for a six or seven year old. So, you know, IPTPA came out with our own paddles specifically geared for children. Wow. I know that. To make certain that, you know, overuse injuries are not going to happen because the worst thing that we can do uh, as an organization is, you know, get caught up in the hype that everybody else is getting caught up in mm -hmm. uh, and, and get caught up with just wanting to make money. Uh, and it's, look, there's nothing wrong with making money. Quality programs need money but never at the expense of, of, of quality and value and safety. Yep. So um, that's our first priority. Uh, as you know, uh, Curtis, we, we try and solicit and, and get people that, to be part of our organization that, you know, A, love the game, uh, B, uh, have high level of integrity and quality and providing value to, to, their, to their players is their number one uh, objective. So you um, I've always felt that if you if you do things the right way, mm -hmm. uh, if you show that you care to your to your uh, students and the people that you're working with, 
the money just kind of comes in. Mm -hmm. But if money becomes the main option yeah. and you know, you, you, you've got a lesson from nine and you show up at nine and mm -hmm. it goes till 10 and you're gone by 10 and, and it's all about the money and your time. Um, no. then you're not IPTPA material. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not criticizing any other organization or anything else. Okay. I'm just trying to, to, to share, you know, with, with your audience that, you know, IPTPA is all about providing the highest level of value uh, for the students that we serve. Well, I think I passed all those tests except integrity. I'm kind of fucked on that one, but uh, anyway, I'm just kidding. No, you, you are a great organization, man. I, I, I can honestly say with my background of, of tennis and playing college and all that. And anyway, so, Hey, look now we're gonna go to some fun questions here. Cause, uh, um, I, I, I hope you like these, but I'm going to, um, I'm going to ask you what your, uh, favorite band or song is right now. Mine, my, my favorite, my favorite band right now is currently the, um, Lumineers and the song bright side. I like them a lot. Um, uh, I wish I could give you an answer to that. Uh, you know, I, I don't get a chance to listen to, to disco, music the cute. way I did when I was younger. Uh, so I, I couldn't tell you the name of, of a song, but I like along, which is my favorite question too. movie. I just watched red notice, uh, with, with the rock and Ryan Reynolds who's hilarious. You have a favorite movie you may, you've seen in the past couple of years you like or months or weeks? Uh, I can tell you my favorite movie. I I, 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 I probably see it every year is the, is, is the Godfather. <laughs> oh, because you were the patron for me of IPTPA, sir. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, well, I um, the binge thing, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about The Power of the Rings, which Lord of the Rings, I'm a nerd. I like Lord of the Rings. But uh, if you have anything yeah. you binge watch, you know, like that, you have time? I don't have time to, to watch TV. I, I, I try to make time to, to, to watch my <laughs> bears. Uh, uh, and, and, and that's about it. I work 18 hours a day uh, and I've been retired for the past 17 years. So the, go for the bears. Oh, you, who's your quarterback, right? Is it, uh, who's we don't want to talk too much about our bears, to, my, my bears uh, on this show. <laughs> well, <laughs> They've been a big disappointment <laughs> to me, but you know, I, I had high hopes for fields and I haven't given up on him yet, but Boy, he sure has looked bad the last couple of, uh, of, of, of times he's been out there. We don't want, we don't want to start doing that from the clip. Remember that from uh, from the Bears? What was that on the Saturday Night Live yeah. with uh, Chris Farley and, yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. George, yeah. George Wendt? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, was, that was great. Well, listen. Bears. Uh, That's with our good old Coach Ditka. Coach, Coach Ditka. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this is going to wrap us up. I, uh, you know, uh, how, would my, how, would my, how would my listeners or – most importantly as well, most uh, current and future pickleball professionals contact you to talk to you about the uh, Yeah, the easiest way to, to contact me is uh, riff, R-I-F, at I-P-T-P-A. That's perfect. And then, okay, so you think you might want to come back on at some point in time? I didn't scare you off? <laughs> you don't scare me off, Chris. Come on, man. I, I hope I didn't scare you off. <laughs> oh, hey, well, you did. Sometimes you can. Yeah, as you can tell at the start of the show. <laughs> but we'd love to have you back on if you'd like to, Riff. Pardon me? We'd love to have you back on sometime if, you, if, you, if you'd uh, oblige us. Yeah, yeah just give me a, a heads up with enough notice so that I can kind of block off, you know, some time. I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy that uh, we're going to cut a little bit early because yeah. I've got a 1.30 lunch uh, meeting that i got to be to, and I told them that uh, I may end up, you know, walking to my car and talking on my phone. No while way, I'm man. I'll get you out of here. So, listen, hey, uh, uh, for all, all the listeners, uh, 
Thanks for showing up, Mr. Rifkin. Seymour Rifkin, the Seymour Rifkin from the IPTPA. And, uh, yeah, everybody calls me Riffin Pickleball, so you don't have to be calling me mister. I, I go Shit, I'm trying Riffin. to be polite, man. It's not working, is it? <laughs> I'm an easy, friendly guy. I, I just wear a lot of different hats. <laughs> All right, right, man. Well, take care, Riff. We'll talk to you soon. Everybody have a great week, and come on, let's pickle. See ya. See ya. Thanks. Coming through.